Do you like listening to Cast of Thrones? Well, we are supported by viewers and listeners just like you. So head on over to geeklyinc.com slash donate, where you can throw us a few stags or dragons, or make a recurring donation. To Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. This week we continue with our Feast for Dragons, Dance with Crows, Butt Club reading. Uh, I am Michael. Did you say Butt Club? Butt Club reading. <laughs> I am Michael Thrifty Nerd tomorrow, and with me is Tim Lanning. Hey guys, you know what? I'm so happy to be here. Jennifer Cheek. Hey guys, I'm here. My name is Jennifer. I'm the president of the Butt Club. And Nick Bristow. Hey, it's Nick Bristow. I'm vice president of the Butt Club. That's right. High five. Butts. I get. I get under. The, I'm under the butts. Damn. I'm the head whip of the of the Butt Club. Whoa. <laughs> that that's a political term. It is a is a political. I term. feel like it I is. should know more about it. I think I only know about it from that Kevin Spacey drama. On netting flicks? Yes. Um, House of Cards. Yes. Orange is the new House of Cards. <laughs> oh, man. Orange is the new black but with Kevin Spacey in it. I don't know. Nope. Good thing this is the internet's number one House of Cards podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. Can I join your butt club? Mm, uh, you can be, you can be in... the secretary of the butt club. No, under secretary. <laughs> oh, good point. Because butts. Can I be butts. the mascot? Will you wear a butt on your head? Are you willing to be a butt head for the butt club? Guys, oh. we have to stop this. <laughs> this is the quality podcasting you've come to crave. Just, <laughs> you just take a joke and run it into the ground. And then once the ground runs out. And you out, put it under the ground into the grave. And then you take it to hell with the devil. Both go farther and further until there's nothing left. And <laughs> you no gonna, longer exist. You're, I'm going to do an impression of you, dear listener. I, I sure wish that the cast of Thrones had come back. <laughs> I'm, I'm now listening to the cast of Thrones. Who are oh, these garbage people What did I I've do? Made a terrible mistake. Yeah. Um, we're obviously like a super on point Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> Very professional. And here we are to discuss uh, episode, what is this, three of our combined um, book club. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to go through mm-hmm. some things that happen in these chapters. Keep in mind, of course, that there's going to be spoilers for the books. Nothing farther than what we read, and if something um, is going to spoil the show and the books, we're sorry, but of course we will not go anywhere past what we're covering, and we'll do our best to keep any spoilers uh, hidden behind maybe a sound wall or, or anything else like that. We're here to give you the ins and outs of these fine books of Ice and Fire. Yes. Um, all right. So tonight on the show, we are covering A Dance with Dragons 6. That's Tyrion 2. A Dance with Dragons 7. Uh, the, the Merchant's Man. That's Quentin 1. Um, a Feast for Crows 6. Samwell 1. Uh, a Dance with Dragons 8. John 2. 
Uh, Feast for Crows 7, Aria 1, the first Aria chapter. That's one thing um, with doing this combined when describing what we're going to talk about in the episode becomes way more complicated. It's like I literally have to list every chapter instead of just being like blank through blank. Yeah. Right. We have to say like um, at least like three more things. It's way complicated. This, this combo read is very common. You can look it up online yeah. and get it. it. It just puts all the chapters in chronological It's that we're doing so. the most popular combo read. It's boiled leather. If you mm-hmm. haven't Googled it at this point, look. Google it. You should Silly. Just gurgle Come on. Do it. Um, so Tyrion, last time on the show, he was rolling around in wine barrels, throwing up on himself, basically getting down on himself. Yeah. He's still not in a great mood, but now he gets to go on a road trip with Illyria. Rad. It sounds like a, the best road trip because you know, he doesn't have to actually drive or like, yeah. do anything. He just eats and drinks all day. It sounds sleeps. like yeah. sounds awesome. uh, uh, traveling cross country with your grandparents. It's <laughs> he's slow, not in a litter, but, but he's like nice. in a caravan, right? <laughs> well, he's in a litter, but... It, is, is the litter the one that they have to yeah. carry? Yeah. It, so so I think that, they... Right? Use palakeen and litter interchangeably so for too. carriage sometimes. Oh, I They don't that was always that. imply that there's slaves or humans carrying them. You know, I, I think in my brain I assumed it was people carrying them, I but always, that does not make any sense. I always assumed that would it's take people forever. carrying them. But that would take a million like the, years. Well, there's no, if it's like very rocky data. and there's not real... Is there roads and stuff that they're going on? There has to there be. Are, it's a road. Or because they specifically talk about the roads later. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They say they're really... They're talking about like drivers or anything. Yeah, I don't know. They mentioned it's very strange. I think I've I hate it because this is no <laughs> joke. The most confusing part about Game of Thrones is whether is what the fuck are they in and how is locomotion done? Um, right. Wait, that's the most confusing. Thing that's about the Game that's of the most confusing thing about Game of Thrones. Uh, well, well all right. Because well, that's that's why you have the show because that it it makes it abundantly clear. Because I don't know which one it is ever. Listen, I feel like it'd take too long to just have peeps walking you, so I think I it, agree. it must be horse drawn. They so, at no, some but the point, thing is, yeah, somewhere. Well, they also talk about an elephant. And there's a later. wheelhouse. If, in the first book, if remember they're the going, wheelhouse? Yeah, I but that's wheelhouse. drawn by horses. That's that was different. definitely drawn by horses. Yes. Yeah. That's like a Cinderella So what carriage. I'm saying is if they're going over mountainous terrain, carrying it with people would be quicker. But with roads... You know, have they invented the wheel at this point? No. Oh no, they only have square ones. Yeah, they only have squares. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they only have square. Uh, yeah, the bigger issue is not Illyrio and Tyrion and whatever they're in, because it makes sense that they might be being carried by people because they are uh, in Slave Town. I get more confused during like Cersei and Danny and things like that. Danny hates slaves. Oh, but I feel like through town, I could totally see it being people carrying them. I hate it. Well. <laughs> That's where we'll we get the term people carrier from. Exactly. So Tyrion and Illyrio, since they have all this time together on their, their epic road trip. Mm-hmm. In um, their RV. Yeah, exactly. Illyrio's letting Tyrion know what exactly is going on and like where he's taking him. Yeah. These are one of the many very strange chapters where you just get this vibe of like a road movie where they're just passing through Rolling hills, passing over cool stuff. There's a lot of uh, world building, which Tim loves. I love it. Tim just likes to see people doing things that don't necessarily have a a huge impact Mm -hmm. on the greater story. Just like, here's a little info. Who needs story when you can see hills and roads? (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, but my favorite part Illyro- about it was just Illyro eating a thousand different things. Mm-hmm. It made me very hungry. I want to eat all the food in Game of Thrones all the time. Guys, can we talk very briefly? Because we're getting, we're already doing a classic Cast of Throne move, which is talking about nothing important. Uh, tangent hard <laughs> on the first chapter. What does this uh, palakine slash litter smell like? Oh, boy. Mm. Well, the thing is, they're leaving all the shit behind, so it's probably okay. Did they talk about throwing, like, chicken bones out on oh, the road? Oh, tosses them. Man. He litters yeah, in his so litter. I bet it's fine. I bet it smells like cooked chicken. But it might smell like sweaty men's, too, I though. bet it smells like fat guy and garlic. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, I bet Tyrion doesn't smell that great himself. If I no, no one smells good. I this bet is it the smells old like advice. ass. Ass yeah. and olives and cheeses. And like under and old fat dude under boobs. Sweat. It's, I was like, you know how when people sweat really bad, it smells like cumin? Is, is that a thing anyone else has noticed? It's totally um, a thing. Think, yeah, about, I, think about it when you smell cumin. I'm going to say yes, but I don't quite know what it's, cumin smells it, like. So. Well, smell it and then you come back to me and tell me. It's totally I'll be a right thing. Back. All right, info dump number one Illyrio tells Tyrion about Daenerys. Um, obviously, uh, Illyrio. And Danny are besties. They've had many mm-hmm. interactions. If you, for some reason, forget Illyrio is the fellow from book one who helped uh, Viserys, you know, uh, uh, set the deal up with Khal Drogo. And they talk about how Danny used to be a little baby who was weak, and now she's pretty she's cool and strong. strong. Well, I feel like th- I think the way that Illyrio talks about it is that Danny was weak. Because Viserys made her that way, like he kept her that way. Yeah, and Viser- which is true. And Viserys was t- apparently totally had a boner for her, which I am like zero percent surprised. Yeah, about. which I think is very Gross, interesting though. because the show shows this scene. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't read this book, that didn't happen in the books, it, but it did. It did happen much later, just later. Which guys, can I just say, I love the show. Oh, I'm back on board. Oh, you're right? back on I'm that. Back on board. Yeah, nice. Oh, you're back on that palanquin. I'm back on that palanquin. <laughs> <laughs> but now, so the whole thing is that Tyrion and Illyria, well, Illyria is sending Tyrion to go meet up with this person, well, these two people, Griff and Young Griff, who then are going to keep on going towards Danny, and they're going to help her become the queen of Westeros. And you have to remember that Essos is fucking huge. Yeah. It's so it big. It is very far away Cause where they're going. I- for a second there, I forgot that Griff and Young Griff were the same person, or were- weren't the same <laughs> yeah. person. I thought I thought Young Griff was his rapper name. Yeah, was Young, Griff. <laughs> Young Griff is spelled Y-U-N-G. Young Volantine. <laughs> uh, Essos, if you have never looked at a map, look at it. It's insane. Westeros is a tiny little baby compared to Essos. And they're going from... It's actually not super far, but it's from Pentos. Westeros is like England compared to all of Europe. Yeah, Westeros is supposed to be the size of South America, and this is probably the size of Asia. But this is just, and but again, I've said this ten thousand times. George R. R. Martin has mentioned that he most likely got the sizes of each continent wrong in his head because it's way too large. But the important thing is, though, that Griff and Young Griff are the re- rappers. They're, they're rappers. <laughs> no, that the, they, they, the reason that they're over there is that they have like a bunch of troops and ships and stuff, and that Danny's going to meet up with them, and then she's going to roll on over to Westeros, which yeah. I don't think I remembered mm-hmm. that part before that was happening. It, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although she... I don't know if she knows that. Get a freaking move on. Yeah, she's just stuck at that. Oh, she knows zero about Oh, this. yeah, she doesn't know it yet, and none of this plan. This is just what Illyrio has planned for her. Yeah. Papa, I mean, right, right. Papa Illyrio sent her ships... Back when she was in Quarth, mm-hmm. and uh, he has to assume 
that she has gone rogue since she's obviously in Marine now. So things have gone completely off track. Which, speaking of that, Daenerys is over in Marine and Yunkai and all those places, uh, you know, destroying the slave trade. And Tyrion's like, oh, Illyrio, you seem to love slaves. Loves them. Why are you trying to make to Daenerys die. be the queen? And he's just like, oh, Viserys said he'd make me master of Koi to give me a castle. And Tyrion's like, that, what? That doesn't, that doesn't really make any add sense. Up, does uh, it? Like that, I mean, that would, um, I'm trying to think of the equivalent of something like that. Like, it's just such a nothing. Like, Illyria has, like, so, tons of money and yeah. a sweet-ass house in Pintos. Like, mm-hmm. why would he ever care? Like, obviously something else is going on, right. but he's not telling you. Which is that You're he's saying a Illyrio, Illyrio, big old softy, mm-hmm. has ulterior motives. He's a mermaid. He's That's a mermaid. what I'm saying. Putting it out there. And he's, was Illyrio didn't have slaves though. He had slave-like things in Bravos. Yeah, but it doesn't. But a lot of his wealth comes from the slave trade, though. Like maybe he doesn't have right. slaves in Pentos. I think because it's illegal there. Pentos. That's where he's like a. Like he has like cursory like slave accessories or something that he sells. Like he doesn't. He has deal with people who work for him that don't get paid and aren't <laughs> slaves. Yeah, he They're sells slaves. slaves and slave accessories. They just love hanging out at his house. That's all. And Tyrion can have sex with anyone. Yeah, he'll they'll bone any noseless dwarf that he requires yeah. them to bone. Yeah, sounds legit to me. Uh, would you describe him as fishy, Tim? Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, he's light on his feet. He's husky, and he's very strong. He's the Graceful. Lord of Suet. <laughs> Another interesting thing we find out is uh, more about the history of berries in Illyria. This is oh, I love fascinating. It. It's pretty it's so cool. weird. <laughs> so back in the day before they became high my dudes, yeah. uh, Illyria was just a poor bravo and, and Varys was a thief. Yep. The Prince of Thieves, maybe. Thieves. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and they essentially struck up a deal like, listen. Listen. Uh, Berries will go steal the thing from the people, and then Illyria will be like, I will help you get thing back. <laughs> Which is a great situation. Yeah. And, and they both became... And as they were know, kind of uh, thieving, they realized stealing cups, stealing chairs, stealing gold, not nearly as interesting or as lucrative as stealing secrets. Secrets. Yada, yada, Secrets. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. This is uh, Varys' origin story. Yeah. He rolled around yeah. with Illyrio as mermaids, and then they just love secrets so much they would whisper in each other's ears. And just back and forth to hold hands and yeah. whisper each other's ears. But then they both got fat. And they both got fat. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So he's like. It's more to love. Getting, getting kids, teaching them to read, and then getting them to copy secrets. Yes. Because, you know, a secret is worthless if they know it's missing. So I didn't realize this either, but apparently the, the way that Varys ended up over at Westeros is that he became such a powerful knowledge broker that Ares was like, I would like you Give to me. come work for me, please. Give me, Give so he did. me secrets. And that's, and that's how he ended up over there. And and, and meanwhile, Illyria becomes respected enough in Pentos that he like marries, like I don't know, a upper crust lady for a bit. She dies. Uh, you can't see my face, but I'm uh, my eyes are big. Mm-hmm. And I'm grinning foolishly. I don't know if we need to do a spoiler at the end of this one because it's just gonna be me yelling um, one word for a really long time. Oh, well, the mermaid. We <laughs> <laughs> mermaid, mermaid, mermaid. Mermaid. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I guess we'll get to the 
we'll get to more about Alero in a bit. No, I just was I was gonna talk about something before it's time. So, fuck. So, sorry. Um, so yeah, I I like the the idea of a knowledge broker is um is is really interesting. Yeah, it's like a like that's such a cool thing. It sounds it's, it's so hella much, cool. Did you all end up yeah. reading the Dance with Dragons story in Dangerous Women? No. Yeah, they they talk about a a knowledge broker back then who was this, like, super, correct me if I'm wrong, Jennifer, this super, like, ornery, quiet guy. <laughs> you know, remember what I'm talking I don't about? remember. It's, it's it makes me laugh, because he was... Which one? I forget his name, but he's the one that's from... I think he was you're the, thinking the, of the that blue lady. lady. Oh, 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 that guy. Yeah, he was just, like, an, he was another master of secrets and whispers, and he was completely different, because he didn't speak, and then he would just, like, murder people. And so it's <laughs> super fun to see... Sort of how these uh, uh, master secrets come about. Yeah. So Tyrion drinks a lot of wine mm-hmm. and talks, thinks about dragons and how awesome dragons are. Mm-hmm. It's is- literally like a part of this chapter. Like it's just Tyrion drinking you- and thinking about dragons. I'm like, I mean, that is what I want to do every moment of my life. Yeah. But isn't it interesting that Tyrion has an affinity for dragons? It's yeah. Mm. I mean. Tyrion likes, Tyrion likes imagining dragons. <laughs> He's radioactive. Um. Uh, th- this was one of the many sections Nailed that people it. quote as being uh, the cause of the badness of Book Sworn Five. Nothing happens, lots of food. Uh, and they're not wrong, <laughs> but... <laughs> but there's a lot of little tidbits in here yes. that are very interesting. There's a lot of I cool think. shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's... So they talk about the roads. Yeah, they get to the cool sweet, those sweet roads, roads, which are good. Yeah. And how... <laughs> there's a lot of world building in yeah. um, these books. But next, the most important... Well, not, I keep saying the most important. There's a lot of, like, interesting... Like, nothing happens, but a lot of in- interesting information is given. Mm-hmm. So next we learn about the Golden Company. So we find out that they are also going towards... Volantis. We gotta have a spoiler section. We've gotta have we're gonna have to do this chapter, I know. Yeah, I, I knew when I was reading through it was like Tim Tim's gonna yell about this a lot. Um so the Golden Company is <laughs> is a sell sword group and they've never broken their contract but until they broke now. It. <laughs> and they broke it. And Tyrion's like, oh, oh what the fuck that's guys. Calm yourself, Tim. Oh. Cool your ass. Calm down. This is the best part of a song it, of ice and fire really at this good. current point. So, so the, oh, go ahead, 30. I was going to say, the Golden Company started after the Blackfire Rebellion <laughs> uh, fell apart. And uh, I guess Barristan killed the last Blackfire. Megor the cruel or creepy. Uh, Melee's the monstrous. Yes, Melee's one of those dudes. He had two heads. He's like an um, yeah, so he killed and, the last and, Blackfire error, which was, you know. Illyrio makes this comment here that I love. Oh, and it's, I don't... Just, I just like it. He says, some contracts are what? written in ink, others are written in blood. Guys, no Whatever joke. that means. That phrase is the backbone to one of the largest fan theories of, in Game of Thrones currently. It's yeah. fucked well, up. I'm, ex- I'm excited. It's also the tattoo that I got on my backbone. <laughs> <laughs> right down my back. Uh, I, we, we've spoke about this before, but one reason why I won't get a Game of Thrones tattoo, even though I'm obsessed with it, is because we don't know when it's done. So uh, yeah. I don't want to be like Thrifty when it finds out that his some contracts are written in ink and others are written in blood tattoo, turns out. Who gives a shit? Also, this part will never be in the show. Quote me, I'm wrong. Yeah. Tell me. Uh, well, we'll find out I, in like five my, years, maybe. 
my Ned Stark Forever tattoo was a little <laughs> premature. <laughs> little premature. premature. <laughs> Which is strange. She should have Wikipedia that. I should have finished the book. You should have gone through and then got that tattoo. Guys, have you seen the spoilers of the show? Never mind. Let's move on. Um, so Tyrion and Alero keep eating and drinking, and it's a little bit boring right they here. Eat we, bugs, I think. We I find know. out the real, actual most thing, most important thing in this chapter, which is that Alero has his uh, second dead wife's hand just chilling in his oh bedroom. God. For some oh, because like he like her massages or some weird thing. It was yeah, super that's, soft that's, and nice. that is worse. That's really fucking creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love the way your hands felt on me. I'll keep them forever. <laughs> what? It shows a deep-seated darkness. <laughs> oh, that's right. So he, he married... I remember. Does he now. touch he, himself uh, with her? Interestingly, her the hand, hand is always in this position, rigor mortis. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it, but they're just uh, making why? a jerk-off I'm not going to yeah. say yeah. it. Um, yeah, so I remember this now. Illyrio, he when he got like all up he married a highborn person, and then after she died, he was like, you know what? I like prostitutes. I'm going to marry this prostitute yeah. that I like a lot. He, like, loved that prostitute. So, he, like, loved I think he, her. I think he likes the prostitute more than the first yeah. wife, which he probably killed. Am I right, guys? Oh. Maybe he sat on her. I forget which one of his wives I have to care about. It's either this one or the other one. Uh-huh. I don't know. I think it's this one. Yeah, I think it's this one, too. Um, so t- while all this eating and drinking and riding is happening, Tyrion takes, takes a nap. And he has this dream where there's a battle in Westeros and Bittersteel, who's one of the, the Blackfires, correctly? Blackfire, Blackfire, Blackfire. Black <laughs> one of the Blackfires is battling beside him and there's dragons overhead. In the dream, Tyrion has two heads and he kills his dad and he kills Jamie, and his second head's crying. <laughs> I believe Bittersteel. What does it mean? Is Bittersteel uh, the, the husband or brother or lover of the queen uh, of the I'm going to fact check right now. I'm going to find out. Agor Rivers. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's him. He's uh, one of the focuses. Did you remember from the picture? Of him? Yeah. On, <laughs> on, on the Wiki of Ice and Fire. That's good. Yeah, he's one of the main um, Blackfire side people. Actually, I might be wrong. Um, but yeah, man. It, 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 I don't know. I get it why people don't like these types of chapters. This one, oh, uh, this guy hated. Oh, I don't know. This isn't the guy I was talking name? about. Okay, never mind. There's too much. Like, I'm just afraid of, of spoiling. There's so much weird fan theory yeah. surrounding these. Just look up Blackfire stuff on the Blackfire. internet. Do it. It's We're going to talk about it after yeah, we the will. spoiler. Hey. So don't don't ever go anywhere but That's us. That's true. Should, should we um, move on to Quentin? Or? We, we <laughs> got yeah. You. you mean the Merchantsman? Oh, my God. This chapter all, This chapter can be summed up pretty quickly. Um, Quentin, I, Quentin Martell is a Martell. He's on a secret mission. A lot of his peeps have died. He's trying to find a fucking boat to get to Marine. No one wants to take him there. And basically, it's heavily implied at the end of the chapter that they... Join a sellsword company to get to Marine. Well, goddamn. That's what happened. <laughs> and we can talk a little bit more, but that... It's just like Quentin and, was, and his bro. Yeah, he's, like, just, he's working hard oh, to right. try to, to get there, and it's not going well. Because no one's going there, because they're all like, oh, uh, yes, they're, you know, they're at war. Yeah. It sucks over there. They Why find they a boat that's super stinky, and that boat says they'll take them. But it's pretty obvious that, that boat is going to murder them. It's a murder boat yeah. on the way there. Uh, Quentin is Martel. Uh, he is Doran's son. That yes. uh, during Ariane's chapters and Arya Huta's chapters, uh, 
sorry, spoiler, Aria and its chapters, but during Aria Huta's chapters, um, when the Sand Snakes are giving Doran mad shit, he is thinking in the back of his mind, shut up. I've, I've sent Quentin I'm doing off stuff. on business. But he's on, he, to he's go super marry Danny. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why he, but that's why he can't just like, here's a bunch of money, take me in a boat. Like he has to be secretive. Because right. if anyone finds out what's happening, then they'll kill him. Right. And this is super traitorous actions. So they have to be super secret. Yeah. On their way, they've gone through some difficult times. Some pirates killed their maester and one of their strong men, uh, Jennifer and I's favorite house in Westeros, uh, Ironwood, pronounced Ironwood. Um, I always say it wrong. Ironwood. Ironwood. It's not right. It's no. definitely Ironwood. It's definitely Ironwood. <laughs> With a Y. Uh, I think one of my favorite parts about this chapter is, don't they talk about, like, they each, they pretend to be each other's servants at different <laughs> they places? Because yeah, they get bored of it. doing it? Yeah. Quentin's like, yeah. Quentin's bad at it because he's a bad liar. Quentin sucks. Qu- Quentin is like... <sighs> He's just such a little nerd baby. Like, he's trying. He's and, trying. And as I mentioned last week, George R. R. Martin does this super cool thing. Take his opinion of someone based on their hair. And <laughs> he makes fun of Quentin's hair. <laughs> so, that's that's great. I'm going to keep noticing yeah. that. No, um, he, d- he does with Tana Merriweather, the sexiest broad in all of <laughs> Westeros. <laughs> She's got yeah. the sexiest hair. Dang! Um, the, again, I like to pull the most important thing from each chapter, and in this right. chapter, the most important thing is that if you go to Volantis, you can ride an elephant completely places. A baby elephant. And if you're a lady, you can vote there, Jennifer, if you've got land. Do you have That's to judge cool. everything? By elephants? By elephants? Why do you be so judgy? You're damn right. This chapter gets zero elephants out of five. I, I literally do have a pair of earrings that are elephants, which Tim told me might imply that I'm a Republican, and I was like, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I just also, wanted these elephant earrings. What? Thank <laughs> you. That's what I was going for. No, you got the fat make ass your ears, ears look skinny. That's what people. Next to those that's what the people love about me. My fat um, ears. Your ears are as big as an elephant. Ears. They, guys, correct me if I'm wrong. There's a plant called elephant's ears. That is true. They, and they say that and lamb's ears because they're large. <laughs> no, because they look like elephants. They're large and they're large. They're big. Guys, have we? I think we did that chapter. Uh, Samwell, we did a great Samuel. job. We haven't checked it. In There's in almost a while. nothing happened interesting that happens in this chapter except for goddamn, this sucks. For for Quentin, yeah. Okay. Was this the shortest chapter we've ever done in the history of Cast of Thrones? The program, possibly. I think so. Hopefully, I, hopefully more to come. Yeah, that well, there just wasn't. I mean, we 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 hit the important parts. That's it. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. It's just, it's, uh, yeah. So we're going back to the wall. We're going to catch up with Samwell and um, just ahead. So this is a Feast for Crows, Samwell. And then uh, the next chapter we're talking about is the Dance with Dragons, John, mm-hmm. which these chapters like line up exactly like they one is on Samwell's top. point of view. Yeah. yeah. And then the other is John, which is actually made this chapter or made these two chapters more interesting because um, you get to see what Sam's thinking and then you get to see what right. John's yeah. thinking. Yeah. And, like, Cause they're perce- Sam is, yeah. Sam is like trying to figure things out and John's like trying to justify what he's yeah. doing to his friends. And I love when they like separate the paragraphs. Like one paragraph might be a giant one in Sam's chapter or it could be like three smaller paragraphs in John's chapter. Yeah. But he like, from- he like clearly took, I don't, I forget which one came first, but he clearly took the one that came first and like copied it. Sam, uh, that, uh, the Samuel. same one came And then, first. like, pasted it into the second book and then just, like, tweaked it. Edited it. Because, like, a lot of the yeah. sentences are, like, literally the same sentences. Yeah. Or they say the same. Like, the dialogue is exactly the same. Yeah. 
Which um, which is awesome. Like well, they'd have to be. It has to be. Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing I thought would have been interesting is if they he it wouldn't have been the same, and then just because people were like narrate or remember things. Yeah. The the uh what is it the false narrator or unreliable narrator yeah. is a a a thing that has come up in the the grand a song of ice and fire. We know that some of it specifically with Sansa happened, where she believes that Sandor Clegane cl- kissed her. Clister, and uh, in a later chapter, it turns out he didn't. But you know, it's really I, I've been actually thinking about this a lot, just in general recently, about how like our memories are. We we, we get so convinced that a certain thing happened the way it did, and our human memory is yes. really easily malleable. Like it's terrible. Like yeah, like it's re- it, it, people aren't lying. It's just they really do remember. Yeah. That I've a heard thing that we have that pretty way. good memories, but have dog shit ability to say. When, when things happen, our yeah. ability to say what time, things yeah, like order of events and stuff, but like it's very easy. Like the, I think it's fairly common for people to, to have a memory that's not actually correct. the The problem with um, your memory usually, like, like say you you know something happens and then you have a story and then you tell the story and you can't remember a detail, so you kind of you supply fill it, in the yeah. detail. Yeah, you fill in the detail, whatever. Then next time you remember that, you will remember. The details that you filled yeah. in, exactly in as as fact, even though it might not have happened, yeah. because you're filling in the detail, and every time you fill in those details, like you remember yeah. it. There's actually a spot in our eye where we cannot see because that's where, kind of like the stalk goes into our brain. That's where that's where Jesus. Lives. <laughs> that's where that's where Jesus <laughs> his house. But our eyes just fill in the information like yeah. Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> like, so if you get it. if you get rid of Jesus, you can boom, hundred percent vision. See colors. Got to get him out of there. See. Both your eyes. Two Jesus. So all that's to say is uh, <laughs> a Game of Thrones is all lies, and you shouldn't read it. No, but I, but these chapters are very very similar, I, and I thought it was very interesting reading them because when obviously we read them the first time, Feast for Crows and Dance for Dragons are you know several several years apart. For mm-hmm. me, they were only a few months apart because when I was reading them, but. Reading them back to back, I was like, oh, this is an entirely different experience. Right. Yeah. yeah, I had waiting. no idea reading it the first time that it was like word for word, that other chapter. Yeah. 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 Um, so Sam is in the Night's Watch library, which is the way it's described is like a, a uh, like a well. It's definitely in the basement. Which is not a good place because like if it rains or melts, like wouldn't it like flood down? It's, kind of it's basically everything that books hate. Yeah. You would think that it would be damp. wet and musty and stuff, but it's really dusty, is my understanding. Yeah. <laughs> he talks about uh, the rats down there eating the books because <laughs> they have no food. Yeah. Uh, and then he he like a like a rat comes out and he he gets upset because he, he has to kill it because they're eating all the precious books and he's so glad that he misses. He's like, don't eat the books it. though. <laughs> Please. Please don't. <laughs> he's um, very conflicted. There's a lot of like random thoughts that Sam's having in here. Like he's like, oh, the wall's rebuilding the staircase, and man, I wonder if the Targaryens that visit here ever left an egg. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over the goddamn Sam, place. What? I mean, like, I get it. Like, you've gone crazy because you stayed up all night, but this is very strange. George R. R. I get it. You got a lot of story to say. You're spinning um, out of control. The five well, years. Well, I mean, he's setting it up. So later, if there ever he needs an extra dragon, boom. Yeah. He got this he's wall. like, is there a gun underneath uh, <laughs> the, the Night's Watch? Why haven't we invented cars? Yeah. Yet? Maybe there are. Maybe uh, Ronald Reagan's here. I don't know, Sam says. Yeah. So he's really. Reaganomics. So finally. 
Dolores Ed comes to fetch Sam because John wants Sam, and he has this conversation with Pip and Gren where they're all like, but, John doesn't have time for us anymore. We're sad and mad Pip, at him. But Pip and Gren, have, they're dead. Oh! Ah, you didn't think that from the show. No joke, I did not think about that when I read it. They're not dead. They're ghosts. They're dead. Maybe I guess they technically, were, we don't know if they're not ghosts. Maybe they were in his head the whole time. <gasps> ah! Although no, they got the, there before he did. No, it's, ah! like, it's like the sixth sense. Ah! Oh my goodness. So we get the first like little one-sided thing. Uh, Pip and Grin um, are mad because John won't hang out with them anymore. I'm like, he's a commander, so beat him, babies. That's what I thought when I read it. And now everyone's definitely calling him Lord Snow. Which was yeah. Eliza's well, like, what Lord Commander. To do? Like he's a captain, master yeah. lord. I mean, he's it's... the Lord Commander. Yeah, yeah. Captain Ice. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> Captain Ice. Higher than snow. <laughs> right. Uh, um. Yeah. So, uh, basically, you know, John has. They, they're they're upset because voting him in has basically kind of saved John because um, uh, what's his face? Janos and Eliza. Yeah. Those yeah. jail holes. Those shit faces. <laughs> yeah, so now, but now he has no time for them. And, and really, you know, when we get to it, John's just trying to, like, save the wall. Yeah, really. he's trying to keep everything together. So, so. Sam gets up to John's uh, bed chambers, which are, uh, I thought it was interesting because Stannis has taken over the Lord Commander's room. So, John is in, like, like a decent room, but not a great one. I thought the Lord Commander's room burnt down. <gasps> oh, yeah. And now. Stannis is in the next night. You're right. Place. You are correct. I'm sorry. Thank you for fact checking me, Tim Tim. Um, I need to feel good sometimes. <laughs> John's in the third coolest room. Or yeah. Maybe like <laughs> maybe the fourth. Maybe the fourth. I don't know. It's all that to say. He's not like puffed up because he's a lord commander. He's just like trying to get shit done. Yeah. Uh, Sam gets there and out of the room runs Gilly crying. She's like, I'm sad. And yeah. Sam drops. I just want to read my sentence exactly as I wrote it. Sam drops a bunch of it. books because he has a boner for Gilly, which is exactly what happened. Away with words. Yeah, I know. I'm it's a, okay for you to read. That. I'm a true word. No, it's literally what happens. And Sam, this is this was the description on Tower of the Hand. He curses himself for his clumsiness and reflects on how Gilly raises certain urges in him that a brother of the Night's Watch should not have. Guys, all that equals I don't, Sam got boner. I don't like to talk about Samuel Tarley's boner. Can I, <laughs> I go on record? You are welcome, but I will not stop talking about Doesn't, it. He's specifically <laughs> like bring up Gilly breastfeeding, and hello, nurse. Swing. This all okay? Remember in the show when Sam was like. John, what sex feel like? Essentially, John, what's a puss? <laughs> John's like, it's like warm apple pie. Uh, no, they have like a real nerdy conversation about it, and Sam's like very curious. I do find it funny that show Sam is less nerdy than <laughs> whatever you. I, don't, I forget even how you, we would describe show Sam, but he's definitely like, come on, don't like, tell me about, tell me the deets tell and, me and book. Book Sam would not. He is just a. He treats a Virginia the same way he would smashing a mouse in a bookcase. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, thank God they ran away. <laughs> um, so he goes in, sees John. I guess Mormont's raven flies over, and uh, he tries to give it some corn, and because it's all corn, corn, um, and it pecks him right through his gosh darn glove. <laughs> Yeah. Rude ass bird. Bleeding and everything. 
um, yeah, man. which is a problem. Uh, so there's this letter, right? Yeah. That Eamon has written for Jonathan that is essentially explaining the deets to King yeah. Tommen and asking that if Tommen has any extra fellows to send him up north. Also, PPS, Stannis is here, but we're, we take part. We do not take part in the wars. <laughs> yeah, like, please. please right. Please it's like, we've accepted his help. And we're rewarding him or helping him a little bit, but it does not mean we choose his side. Yeah. Please don't kill us. John is pretty skeptical that this is going to work, but they are still going to send the letter. John out. is yeah. probably right. <laughs> yeah. Mostly because, well, Tommen, Tommen, Tommen would probably actually be like, sure, I'll help you. But as Tommen's long as the a paper child. stamp, he don't give a he, fuck. That, he would love to put his official stamp on a letter saying, yes, we'll help you. But Tommen Guys, is not in charge. Can I just say... Mm-hmm. We got Sir Pounce. Are we going to get Tom and Stamp happy scene? Are we going to get a happy Stampy Tommy? I don't think we will. God damn it. Probably not. God damn they, it. They've aged him up. I don't feel like a tween would be yeah, as excited about it. this fucking Jonas Brothers ass looking motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Because like, like Tommy in the books is like a little, uh, little, little chubby bunny. Yeah, like baby. he's a little baby. I think that scene probably already would have had it to happen. I mean, yeah, I, mean I guess I would argue that was probably the, the thing that I missed most from last season like the thing it's one thing that we didn't argue but it is the biggest issue that happened that did not happen last season. right oh the the lack of right. a, a wax stamp a stampy yeah mm-hmm. yeah i really agree tom tom stamp stamp really fucked it up for biggest me. omission uh, that's the biggest omission <laughs> one might that. say <laughs> i have another opinion on oh, that fact no. do you guys have time <laughs> oh i do not i do not have time um, so Stannis is trying to rally the northern houses to his cause, and use he's his like, name. "Huh?" Uses Stannis and Manus is trying to <laughs> rally the northern houses to his cause, and he's like, "Why are they not recognizing me as their rightful king?" And it's like, uh, "The North does what they they do they do what they want. Uh, eat shit. Uh, they don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> also, <laughs> the North are like watered down waterlings. We ba- they barely have knights." Yeah, exactly. I love how Stannis is still surprised about stuff like this. It's hilarious. I, I, I actually, uh, I find this to be bad writing. <laughs> I Call me out on it. I think it's kind of dumb. Anytime we get, I mean, okay, yes, Stannis is way, way, way out of his element, but the contrast is pretty horrific. Maybe it's the fact that Sam and John are not giving Stannis the proper weight as Davos does, because Davos is our normal mm. uh, camera. Or Maester, what's his nuts before he dies? Coleman, maybe. Uh, for like one chapter. For, yeah, one chapter. So that's possible. That's definitely possible. But it's such a weird contrast of like, how goddamn stupid Stannis is. That's why, like, this is what I'm talking about. Because you only talk about liking Stannis. I'm like, Stannis is an idiot. He's an idiot. Like, he's a big dumb No, th- this is a completely different thing. And now that uh, we'll find out next chapter that Davos is gone on an envoy mission. You know, maybe it is possible that... Actually, this goes to prove it's probably not bad writing. It's good writing because Davos is an idiot and he thinks everything Stannis does is great. Yeah. How many fan fictions are there where Davos pleasures Stannis? Written oh. by Davos? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> now that he knows how to read and write. Oh Jesus my Christ. <laughs> Shireen's like, oh, let me see what you're writing. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> don't look there. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> That's he opens shit. his chest up and he goes spilling out. He has, he look around, his entire room is ten chests full of this. And 
makes uh, those dolls the same way Catelyn does, where she makes graven images for Bran, but instead it's like, the, it's the warrior, and then it's a smith, and then Davos is a smith. It's like, oh, hello, Stannis. But if you're seriously interested, I'll go look. I'll go hey, look and find go out. Look. You just keep uh, talking. It's not often I argue with myself on a podcast and then completely change my opinion. <laughs> you did. It was really quick. I'm, I'm fairly manic this evening. Is it because <laughs> only you can change your own opinion? Oh, I don't believe any of you fucks. I only respect myself. <laughs> oh, uh, so, uh, so Sam asked about Gilly naturally because he loves her. And um, why, why she cry? And, uh, <laughs> and John says that uh, that Val had sent her to plead for Mansa's life, which is bullshit. This isn't John. Yeah. John Finn lies, and we don't. We won't find this out for another five years, right? Or however many years it was. Um, so there's a rumor that Melisandre uh, wants to give Mance to the flames, get that king's blood going. Damn. You got to get that king's blood, which. I don't know if that. I mean, okay, so he's like the king beyond the wall, but they don't. It doesn't work the same way. <laughs> no. Yeah, but what? How does God, uh, real, uh, the one true and correct God, Relore? How does he uh, count that? In a certain sense, you know, Mance is a king. He's not a king to wildlings, and he's technically it's, not really a king to Southerners either. It's probably like a uh, how many people look up to this dude? Yeah. Or or th- how many people like follow this? At what person? point does how it make their blood him? different? Uh, uh, makes oof. the blood different? No, I don't think it's that. I think it's just like sacrifice your most, you know, like your 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 best dude. I'm not yeah. I'm not a, a real large geneticist, so I can't even begin. This does not sound scientific. I don't think how it dare. has anything to do with like the chemical makeup of the mm, blood. I think to. it's. It's got to. It's a sign that, um, you know, you'll give up your most highly respected, highly followed people. But then why and would then like, why would the Rolors like respect? Yeah, but then like their babies and stuff are could be used for that, and like yeah, but those if they're king babies, they could grow up to be kings. Well, what about Gendry's dick blood? Yeah, or what about like uh, <laughs> who was the little kid running around Storm's End that they were? Edric Storm. Yeah, what about him? Edric no one Edric? looked up to him. But he has Baratheon blood up in him. But, like, how is it mm. passed down? It doesn't make sense. <sighs> Guys, I gotta right. tell you, it's confusing. But probably correct. Maybe. We should move on. Uh, yeah, John is, uh, he uh, tells him that he's sending Gilly away and the baby. Um, and good news, Sam, you get to go with her. Yeah. Um, it's everything you ever wanted. Uh, I can't believe I'm being so nice to you. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Um. While you guys were having that conversation, I was doing some uh very intense research, and on archive of our own, there are 143 fan fictions between Davos and Stannis. In your professional oh. opinion, is that a lot? Uh, there's like eleven thousand fan fictions about Game of Thrones on there, so no, <laughs> it's not. That's a lot. That's mm. that's a lot of fan. Is it enough? Insignificant. Is it not? That's huh. significant. Yeah, sure. Can you go through, read them all, and then rank them so we'll know which ones to read? I will not do that. There are a lot of bad fan fictions. I usually don't make past the first like two sentences of them before being like, I'm out. <laughs> so I don't want to do that. Anyway, back to serious um, things. So we have some, Sam has done some research. Yeah, he's just like babbles um, on about young 
Lord Commanders. Mm-hmm. You're not even close to being the youngest one, John. Uh, see, you're fine. Hey, that one was two years uh, old. It's cool. Uh, so the uh, let's see. He talks about the Age of Heroes and the Children of the Forest would give the Watch a hundred obsidian daggers to fight them, uh, to fight the others. Um, is, is obsidian the Valerian steel? No, obsidian, no, is, obsidian no. is a dragon, dragon glass. glass. Yeah, dragon glass. And then okay. other. It goes further to say that it's possible that Valyrian steel, aka dragon steel, could also work. Right. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah, they don't know that. They just know that the obsidian okay. does work. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also, well, the account. They don't know that this is true. This is what the accounts say that the others come out when it's cold and dark, um, and they ride dead animals or maybe giant ice spiders. Uh, uh, God, I hope we see that. They already knew because the one was riding the dead horse. So yeah, and a giant bear. I want to know. I want confirmation on the ice spiders. Yeah, um, and their armor shatters normal steel, but they're weak to obsidian and also fire. Mm-hmm. But we know. Yeah, they definitely don't like it. They're. It's not like they'll destroy them, but they don't. Yeah. yeah, they don't. It's they're weak. They're weak to it. Yeah, they're an, they're ice right. type. So yeah, they're. Ice. Do you think yeah. they are like enemies of Relor and the fire? They're gonna want to attack them with a chimchar or maybe a fennekin. Or um, <laughs> Charmander. Charmander would work too. Yeah, we got. Um, so anyway, John is going. With, or John is sending Sam with Gillian Baby and a Master Maester Eamon. Um, is there a Pokemon that's both dragon and fire? Yeah, <laughs> the Charmander <laughs> is Charizard. He looks a dragon. Charizard. Yeah, that's for probably sure. it. Yeah, but I is he dragon know. type? Tell me! I, think so. I don't know what. Uh, Tell me! I don't great. know what you're saying! Where is Joss Cat? Get over here. We're gonna have to consult with him. <laughs> Alright. Sorry, Nick. I was uh, just having a, a, a so episode. Sam really doesn't want to go to uh to to Old Town because uh oh, he's sending him to Old Town to become a maester. Mm-hmm. And basically Sam's dad was like like I will do everything in my power to make it so you never ever become yeah, a maester. He because- locked him in dungeon for like three yeah, days they, they cha- he chained him up it's right he is the worst dad he is a bad man and he, he messed sam up pretty bad yeah we need to have a uh another worst dad category and oh man he's, he's randall tarley is for sure he's he's a top one he's not a good one so sam is really worried that his dad's gonna find out and you know like come kill him or something yeah it's like it doesn't um, matter he's like like Sam's basically dead to his dad now anyway. Yeah, yeah. and John's like, anymore. eat shit. You you've got your you don't have a dad. You have brothers, and <laughs> I'm, I'm your dad. brother, and I'm your dad. I'm your <laughs> so dad. I am I am the Ice King. So you can <laughs> eat shit and go down to Old Town with Maester Aemon, who will most likely might die. Who's to say? And also stop calling yourself a craven. Yeah, he commands <laughs> him to not call himself a craven. Um, yeah. And I have children. That doesn't work. Really? No, you Oddly can't. That does how not often, often do you tell- are your kids calling themselves craven? Um, all the time. Oh. Do you tell them they're just japing? And they must I say, on. stop japing with yourself. <laughs> stop japing yourself. Stop japing yourself. Yeah. So uh, they they scoot on the next morning. It's early. Gilly. She's just she's real sad. Heavy Who? Su- heavy Who's sun. to say why? Who can you, say? You can either uh, wait five years and then find out. Or you can read the next chapter in our, our, our list and listen later in this episode. But, uh, you know, she's really super pushing protect Dalla's baby, who uh, is obviously still at Castle Black, and find uh, that baby a goat. 
Get that baby <laughs> go. Do not name it until it's two years old. Yeah, very important. Yeah. Uh, the other... This is not probably important, but I just thought it was really strange that Amos was like, John, I left you a book in your room with an interesting passage. It's called the Jade Compendium. All right, bye. bye. Like, why? Like, I just thought it was interesting. Like, why did they, like, specifically, like, mention this book and be like, I, le- I had a very... I had a passage marked for you to read. Yeah. What is it? Did you end up it's doing follow-up nothing. research to find out what that was? I glanced at it. I'll look at it again now. Because that's a, a much later chapter, but still. So yeah. Now we can go on to John uh, 2. And um, yeah. it's everything we just said. Plus some more. Yeah, Take the so shit about the library, see, but that didn't happen. Yeah. So we get to see John. He's like working on the letter. We already know he's conflicted. Um, but then uh, the, the interesting stuff, uh, the meeting with Gilly and John, where Gilly runs out and runs into... Um, uh, Sam's boner. Um, Gilly <laughs> uh, comes into the uh, to John's office, the the principal's office, and uh, John informs him that uh, uh, he is sending Gilly away, and instead of taking her son uh, or both sons, she needs to take Mance's son yep. away. And the idea- and basically, um, John doesn't want um, uh, uh, Melisandre to kill uh, Mance's son. Uh, for the king's blood, right? And he, she, he also knows that if she takes both babies away, uh, Melisandre's men will just hunt them right. down and kill them and take the baby anyway. Yep. So he needs to trick her long enough for them to like get out of dodge. Yeah. So she needs to take Mance's son. Um, he basically doesn't give her a choice. No. Um, I it, this was so bizarre. Reading a feast for crows, I was like, why? What is guilt? Oh, I. I'm going to shut up right now. I almost spoiled something. What? Be quiet. That happens that in a- two seconds. Have you been listening? No. I was going to say, why is Because Gilly is, like, so upset yeah. for, like, a long time. Yeah, but we're reading A Dance of Dragons now, and they tell you why. Yeah, so. But, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm referencing things that happen later, though. Well, we know that this baby is Mance's baby. Anyway, right, she's upset so- for, like, ever. And when I read Face for Crows, I'm like, okay, like, I get it. Right, like, it's right. sad that you're it's having shit. the... Going on a journey, but like, what is your deal? And then I was like, oh, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. No, that this is one of the things that you're gonna lose the impact of. This is that yeah. it's it's Mance's baby. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That you know you you lose that twist. Um. And they, the thing is, they they um surprise they hint at it in a feast for crows because they talk about um I think uh Gilly's baby is super quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like weak. And yeah, it's super quiet and weak and. Uh, on the journey in A Feast for Crows, uh, the baby won't stop crying. Yeah. And he's like and constantly drinking boob milk. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. John, he's, he gets real mean and uh, basically is like, no, you, you're going to go. Or, you know, if you don't, then the day Mance is burned alive, you know, basically we're going to kill your kid. Yes. Which is a pretty fucked up thing to threaten somebody. Yeah, with. he keeps saying well, you gotta kill the boy inside over and over and over again. John's like, what, 16 years old when this is happening? Give or take. Yeah. He's, He's probably not, older than I would not Rob listen Stark. to some punk kid. Mm. Give or take. But not much. At the most, he's like 17. Yeah. And he's a tiny baby. Or he's... Wait. I'm, I'm with Janos in this one. Like, some punk kid's telling me <laughs> to do all this stuff? Oh, no. I used to own Heron Hall. Get out of here. And now this teen is telling telling me if my business. If one of the, the neighborhood teens tried to tell me to go, you know, uh, go go man a castle upstate, nope. I'd laugh in Not their face. John's I, age I, I is dependent on who his parents are. 
Let me That's redact true. my statement. That's true. He's he's actually fifty years old. <laughs> if he's John, if he's Ned Stark's son, he's younger than Rob. If he's not, most well, likely he's we got older. some wiggle room. We got there. some wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> How would he not be Ned Stark's son? I don't know. Just if who knows? He's weird. He's the bat. Maybe you forgot him, but he's the bastard of Ned Stark. Oh, might be. <laughs> Um, yeah, and that's that's when uh, Gilly runs out. Um, uh, and then Samuel runs in. Sam comes in. And this is where th- the two books merge together in a time cop-esque goop of human flesh. <laughs> Basically, they <laughs> reference what we just talked about a few minutes ago. Mm. Um, Jennifer, have you ever seen Time Cop? I'm not. I'm aware of the premise of it. It's a good ass movie. There's titties <laughs> in it. It's awesome. <laughs> That's why you liked it. It's so good. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So all that shit happens. Whatever. <laughs> we already talked about it. The best part of this chapter is when Sam goes off to see Janos. Janos. You mean John? Hmm. John goes off. Uh, no. At, oh, sorry. Yeah. After when John goes to see Janos. Sam and John switch places. Sam is now the commander of the Night's Watch. He does a terrible job. <laughs> He's really bad at it. I, this, this, this note is no. This note's written weird. After seeing Sam off. Yeah. Sam and Co. Off. Then he goes to see Janos. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Uh, go ahead. What's wrong with that note? Oh, just because like I just skimmed it and read Sam. I'll cut your ears off. So he's. John's being super cool. He's gonna send. He's giving Janos a castle to command. He figures mm-hmm. this guy. He was, you know, he led the gold cloaks. He can't be a complete fucking idiot. Right. He started um, as a butcher's son. So and he's ahead. moved up. So yeah. So he must have at least some skill. Yeah. So, so I'll he's give giving Janos and Bedwick uh, command of some garrisons and uh, and, uh, abandoned castles along the wall because he's going to try to garrison every single one of them Mm -hmm. to avoid another attack from the wildlings guys. Mm -hmm. Do you know what a crofter is? I I feel like we've talked about this before. Uh, I know they have daughters. I think he's a farmer. Crofters Uh, have daughters. They do. Yes, they do. That's all I... (laughs) I th- yeah, I think Taisha's a crofter's daughter. Is this like the blower's daughter? Uh, a crofter is like a uh, is a farmer. I said that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, you acted like I wasn't right. And well, because I wanted to ask everyone else. I didn't want to give it away. <laughs> it's not like Alex Trebek is like, you're all... Shit. Why I'll do you just pay... call her a farmer? Yeah. This I, is, I, yeah I don't get it, George. This book's bullshit. Also, when I Googled it, it's like a farmer in Scotland. I'm like, what about Westeros, Wikipedia? You idiot. Damn it. That's why I don't believe Wikipedia. Um, Janos doesn't want John's stupid castle. He calls yeah. it dumb, and he thinks that Jonathan is going to uh, have him murdered. He wants to sequester him off, and then he's like, oh, yeah, kill, kill Janos while, while he's away. So Janos is like, fuck off, troll. Uh, I'm going to not take it. And John's like, all right, well, why don't you take, it, take a nap on it? And we'll chat in the morning. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Th- it, it, is this we get a real interesting look in the logic here of like what's going to happen? Um. Basically, he he goes through. Uh, d- does he actually let him sleep, or does this happen like right away? He lets him sleep the next morning. So he like gives yeah. him time to like you know figure his shit out. So he enters the um 
the mess hall with the hardest motherfuckers at Night's Watch, aka Iron Emmett. And he's he he walks into the breakfast town as everyone's chatting <laughs> and laughing. <laughs> And Janos basically does uh, the jack-off hand motion towards him. <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. even ruder and insubordinate in front of everyone, including uh, uh, 20-fingered Hob, who, <laughs> you know, makes food. And you don't want to do that. So, guys, remember the show where they made an allusion to him existing and he chopped someone's head off the cleaver? I like the show again. I'm just thinking about 20 fingers. <laughs> That's how he does so much cooking. He's got those fingers. Yeah. 20-finger hop. Um, yeah, so Janos... They're not all in his hands. Janos is refusing um, the position <laughs> on the castle. Uh, and, and then this is this is this is what I was talking about or trying to get to earlier. Um, John goes, okay, what are my options here? He's, I can force him to go, and then he'll stage a mutiny and come back and kill me. I can, uh, you know, not let him go, and then I'm weak, and then he'll kill me. I can throw him in the ice cells, and then he'll get out and then do mutiny again and kill me. Or um, <laughs> or I can just kill him. I could kill him. Or I can make an example of him and have him killed. John's like, and that's it. That sounds good. That's the one. <laughs> um, and he says, all right, hey, dudes, grab him, take him out and hang him. Uh, and uh, Janos, uh, you know, goes into like the full like seven stages of uh, of grief, like <laughs> all at once, like, real quick. He's like, "You can't do that to me!" And then they grab him, and he's like, "Oh man, you're doing this to me!" Oh, no, 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 uh, you're totally doing it. Bargaining. You're totally you know, owning me right to, now. <laughs> you'll live to regret this. I will. Um, do it. And then John's like, "You know what? Good point, fellow. Stop." And then Janos like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." And then John's all like, give me the block. And then Janice is like, Arr! and then John's all yeah. like, head chop. And Janice is like, thumbs yeah. up. Janice is like, that's cool. You killed someone. That's cool. That motherfucker stepping up on your shit, mate. Fuck him up. And he did. Uh, yeah. And then uh, they all start arguing over his boots. Those are like brand new boots and they are like fur lined and they're great. Like, I want them. Does Jano say, like, you're not going to hang me? And John's like, yup, you're right. I'm not. Chop, chop. Chop, chop, chop. Hey, Janos, you didn't shave your beard right. Let me do it. And he's like, what? And I'm like, ah, that's not a good point. <laughs> yeah. So that that's, a lot, like, honestly, if you didn't, if you're just listening to us and didn't read it, that's, like, one of the best parts of I've read it a long time. It's really great. Yeah, yeah, just that the, was extremely just the, like satisfying. how fucking cocky is. Even after he tells him to hang him, um, you know, idiot. he just you're you're bluffing, you're bluffing, and then uh, it goes through like this, all this, you know, back and forth, and then the the moment he says, "Oh, never mind, stop," and and Janos instantly becomes like a huge dick again. I don't like him. Uh, I don't like Janos. I'm glad he's gone. He's and now, finally, Tyrion's uh, uh, ravishing of the Janos situation is finally complete. Mm-hmm. You guys want to yeah. go uh, hang out with Arya? Hell yeah, I do. Remember yeah, her? Yeah, yeah. yeah Arya. Little, little Arya. Little Arya. Okay. That's her first chapter. Yeah, Yay. so this will be your first Arya spoiler for her story going forward. If you're a weirdo and you really care about Arya more than everyone else, which makes sense. She's cool. And you don't want to hear her stuff, tune out. You gotta go. Arya. 
She's on the boat, like we saw at the end of uh, season four. It's called the Titan's Daughter. Mm-hmm. It's a neat name. She wanted uh, to go yeah, on, on a boat to East Watch because that's where Papa John is clo- <laughs> closer to. Um, <laughs> since but, he's a Castle yeah. Black, but East yeah. Watch is a, a Night's Watch. But the, the, the fellow is like, eat shit. Uh, that would be dumb. That's way too expensive. Yeah, why <laughs> would I ever money? do that? Like, I'll let you on my boat because you got that sweet coin, yeah. but. Nah, and now everyone, try- we're entering a, a section, another section of the book. It's let us not get on the water because it's autumn and that sucks. Yeah, I guess there's like tons of storms yeah. and pirates and stuff mm-hmm. too. It's hurricane season. Yeah, so all no the sailors and stuff are like real weird around Arya, right? They are. Yeah, because like, she gives him the the coin mm. that Jack and Hagar right. gave to her and she's like, yo, what's up, player Valamagolis, as we remember from last book. So this this coin is very effective. And and mm-hmm. they don't speak um West Rosy or common, mm-hmm. but they, they they communicate a little bit and they they'll be like point at themselves and say their name. Tim Lanning. Tim, Tim Lanning. Jennifer Cheek. Tim and Arya's like cool, your cool. name. I get it. I have a hat, a glove <laughs> and a you know and some other bullshit. I'm a yeah. marble. I don't own anything. And She's trying to le- pick up some fun, you know, pirate shit on her way over. Um, in Arya's mind, anything to do with sailors is probably pirate shit. And they eventually do get to Bravos. It's it's so nice. Uh, there's a titan. Mm-hmm. They look up his skirt. Mm-hmm. They look up the titan skirt. There's balls. They see murder <laughs> holes, which is what I also call my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you have? I have five. You said, is it murder holes? No one may harry my Myrtle. Your undercarriage. <laughs> My undercarriage. My leather and bronze skirt will keep them out and I'll shoot arrows at them. <laughs> Do you mean poop? All the people that live inside me will peer at them. Oh just as God. Arya did. I'm learning so much about you right huh? now. <laughs> yeah, when Ar- wow. Arya went underneath, uh, you know, she, she forgot how the world works. So she's probably never been in the ocean. So she, she, she's super far away. She's like, what's up with this little guy standing this close? That's stupid. And then as she gets closer, it's like, wow, this guy sure is Titan. And even when she goes underneath it, it's like this, it's not quite a gate, but it's kind of like the ch- it has chain things, sort of like what Tyrion did. And mm-hmm. there's areas where they can shoot down. So it's a way to get into Bravos, which is a city of islands, and it's founded by former slaves from way back in the day. It so sounds super cool. It's like it's, lots of bridges. Yeah, and it's, and it's, water. it sounds like, it's like Venice. Yeah. It's just like Venice. The Merchant of Venice. Um, yeah, <laughs> they, they land, and Arya heads straight to the temple of the uh, the many-faced god. Yeah. And uh, she puts the coin in the slot. It opens the door. A uh, little slot machine. A gumball falls out. It's yeah. cool. Yep. Like, that's it. This is what I came for. And the, so the temple is basically um, like a, a place of, of dying or a place of where people go to die. There's lots of dead dudes like hanging around i guess she doesn't know she thinks there's like there's like a bunch of people sleeping all these sleeping yeah um so there's like a guy at a pool crying at a pool and he's she's like oh he he must be um uh, thirsty i'll grab a cup uh and get, he she gets him a cup of water and he's like thanks oh i got this stab wound in my throat Whatever. and i'm gonna go over here and die now and he goes and lays down to die um and that, and that's when like things get a little weird. Yeah. And it's a little strange. Um, Did this fellow get stabbed and then make a beeline across Bravos? Like I gotta drink this death water. Oh god. I mean, it kind of seems like that's how it's treated. Like, well, if you know you're gonna die, this is the place to go. 
You can do can assisted do suicide. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. The place to be. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> Spooky. So a hooded man so, comes up to her and is like, hey, what's your name? <laughs> and she goes through every name she's ever had but a real one. And he's like, mm-hmm. nah. He's like, My name's Squeaks. Nah. Salty. Two toes. Yeah. My name's Young G. <laughs> Young Griff. And she's like, what's your real name? What's your real name? What's your real name? And she's like, you have a skull for a face. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> I think you should know your face is a skull. And he's like, yeah, okay, what's your real name? She's like, all right, Palestark. And then he pulls his hood back. He has a skull. It's super creepy. It's, it's the ghostwriter. And he's like, yo, if you want to stay here, you, you have to give me a kiss. I love, I'll give you smooch. And she's like, fuck off. I'm going to eat this worm. And then his his face dissolves. Wait, where did the worm like, come from? It was in his eye? Yeah, it was like coming in his eye socket. And then he's like, no one's ate the worm before. That's <laughs> because Arya just does whatever the fuck she wants. God all damn, the time. she's awesome. I'm just gonna eat this skull worm. I've had that worm forever. Oh, uh, this scene won't be in the show. I think they actually cast the wave, but what? I think they cast the worm. We didn't even yeah. mention um, the wave just then. Yeah, the there's there's a girl, and she's called the wave. Yeah, I love that. It's there. like this is a baby spoiler, but not really. It's like they don't tell they they never tell us these people's names. So I will, I'll spoil that for yeah. you, kind children. Yeah, uh, and they're just known as the waif and the kindly man. Yeah, so it's I love this part. I, I just like the, this chapter is just so interesting. The I get the world building of it, like just looking around these. It's temples. no roads, but you know it's pretty <laughs> cool. True. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, that chapter is a lot of trippy shit, and I love it. Um, yeah, this is like the the. It seems like like Arya's destiny. She's gotten to this weird culty yeah. murder house. Which is what she loves. Uh, That's her favorite thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Arya would totally be like a baby goth if she was in our world. I don't care about your fucking skull. I love it. Yeah, she was yeah, she loves skulls. She loves skulls and she would totally try to cast spells mm-hmm. and stuff. Give me her. So this is right up rally. Ancient Beelzebub. So yeah, that's all the chapters. We did it. This Holy shit. Of, of this epi. Good job. Bro. That is that. Um uh yeah we're uh we need uh i don't have any reviews for us this week but uh guys god leaves that reviews or update them reviews people you know if you gave us five stars go back give us six Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um we really do appreciate it and we also you know we want to hear from you uh so go update those reviews or Share it on the twitters um and if you have any questions uh you can comment on geeklink.com we don't always respond but we see them and you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll think about no, them no, some, sometimes i'll be yeah. th- i'll be on the bus be like huh. huh yeah no i'll think about them like yeah huh, huh. They, they listen that's cool yeah uh but we, we will talk about spoilers after <gasps> yeah we have two. Oh my god the we one got- that jennifer I, showed me I, is so goddamn good i've never even seen it before. I, yeah i i spoilers has become like one of my favorite parts <laughs> of the show because tim and jennifer dive so hard into like spoiler it's like tim, fan theories but this one i found and, and yeah. just just listening to them is the best part so like, you know this if person, you haven't read I've all the books like person. if you're yeah. you know get caught up and listen just to imagine what so my the house is like with me and tim that we live in together it's it's just like that it's like spoilers on all the and, time Jennifer, you and your dog's just like again <laughs> yeah oh we just have such a great time here we cast of thrones fun. so um if you want to talk to us about spoilers or whatever um 
We can do that on the internet, on Twitter, at Geekly Inc. or at Cast of Thrones. I'm at Thrifty Nerd. I'm at Tim Lanning. I'm at Jennifer Cheek. And I'm at R. Bristow. Um, so I guess we'll uh, hang, hang around after the music. Uh, we'll do some spoilers. Or otherwise, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Keep riding that donkey. <laughs> I was just about to bring that up. What if we put in Shrek saying donkey when you say that? <laughs> donkey! 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 <laughs> I only uh, think of the Cody Bang Bang version yeah. of that, though. And you ready for spoilers? Yeah. Let's do it. Spoiler town. What hey, guys. Spoiler town. Um, Stop listening if you don't want to hear spoilers. There's a spoilers for anything. Anything at all Game of Thrones related. If you don't want to be spoiled, yeah. you've it, got Or it. non-Game of Thrones related. I'm going to spoil everything. We have a really one really big spoiler and then one assumption that's probably not true. Uh, or it is definitely true. So, spoilers zone number one. This, Hit me. This Tyrion chapter is one of the backbones for... Aegon is a Blackfire. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most important. There, you know how in book one of A Game of Thrones, A Game of Thrones, uh, mm-hmm. the most important, that's the most important book for that John is a Targaryen. Well, this is yep. the most important chat, one of the most, pretty much the most important chapter that Aegon is Phaegon. Uh, <laughs> the issue is this. Illyrio, I believe the who that he gets in love with is a disgraced Blackfire. I believe her, her name starts with an S. I forget what it's called. I'm going to say Sorella. That's not right. That's, That's close. Definitely not right. Um, the idea you. is this. Illyrio, this is the weak part. Illyrio bangs this whore whose hand he still has. She is a blackfire. Uh, they mention, I believe they mentioned that she has silver hair in this chapter. I'm not sure. And he begats a bastard. Or probably not a bastard because it doesn't work that way. He begats Aegon. He's- Aegon uh, is heir to the Blackfire, what have you, through Illyrio and this uh, lady. Uh, That part's not as strong. Wait. Is this a different Aegon? This is Aegon that comes up later in A Dance with Dragons. Sarah is the name of Illyrio's second wife, and she had blue eyes and golden hair streaked with silver. Ooh. So she is a Blackfire. Blackfires typically had fucked up hair, uh, because that was when Aegon... The fourth, the unworthy, started uh, marrying uh, Dornishmen and Dornish ladies uh, and all sorts of other people. And he loved Bone, so he really fucked up the Targaryen lines. And that's what led to the Blackfire Rebellion. Down the road, you have uh, the remnants of the Blackfire Rebellion scooting off to Essos. They form the Golden Company. Uh, Bright Flame, I believe his name was. He's a, a subject of two... I believe of the um, uh, uh, Duncan Egg books, maybe not two. Uh, well, regardless, Blackfire it, Rebellion is a focus of two of the, hold, if not three. Hold on for one second. Who is Rhaegar's son? Aegon. Aegon. That's the yeah, the baby that yes. They okay, they so thought his head was smashed. Right. But so the Illyrio's son is somebody different, also named Aegon. No, 
Well, that's... See, that's a thing. Okay, let's back up. The idea is this. Tyrion meets Rhaegar's son, Aegon. The theory is that this Aegon is Phaegon, a.k.a. It's his... He is not Aegon, the son of Rhaegar. Okay, He is Aegon Blackfire. They named him Aegon because they wanted to lie. So the real Aegon really got his head smashed. Yes. Yeah. That's the idea. That's the theory, anyway. The real the idea is that the real Aegon's dead, and this Aegon is a black fire through Illyrio and Sarah, and that's so that's the small part. That's it's hard to prove that he that this that Aegon that comes up it, young. Does Griff, it even really matter if he's a black fire or not? Like I guess the more I think about that question, the more I don't like the theory. The theory is more fun until you. Ask why. Why does it need to be a black fire? Because all like it doesn't even matter. Like, well, the biggest issue is this: the golden. Co- this is the the big issue. The, the other part doesn't matter. This part matters. The golden company is. They tell us in this chapter is formed of the remnants of the black fire rebellion that scooted off after the black fire mm. rebellion. Right. Uh, some of them try to come back in order to um, retake Westeros from the Targaryen kings. Uh, two of the Dokken Egg books about that. Um, and then Barristan Selmy won uh, a lot of honor through this sort of these fights. Some of the other ones, uh, Bittersteel, is that his name, mm-hmm. stayed over there, and he, instead of trying to go back, he formed the Golden Company. The idea of the Golden Company, they did eventually want to go back, but this has been a hundred years or ninety years from the show. Uh, they subtracted 10 years in the show for some reason. Oh, that's weird. Um, what was happening was all of the, the black fires were dying. Bright uh, uh, Flame killed himself by drinking uh, wildfire. Yada, yada, yada. Finally, I believe Bittersteel's like, all right, turds, let's form the Golden Company. Let's make the best of the situation. The Golden Company is known for being badass and is known for not breaking contracts. And the free cities around uh Essos, uh Pentos, Mirror, uh there's more than L. Uh Lysine, uh things like that. Bravos, Liss, thank you. Um they fight a lot, but they're like merchant fighters. They we use sell swords. The Golden Company has been with Myrrh forever. And there's rumors that go around about this a lot. Now, Illyrio says some contracts are written in ink and others written in blood. This, my friends, as stupid as it sounds, is the backbone yeah. for the Blackfire Rebellion. Uh, Aegon is a Blackfire. Because what else would that mean? Like, what Like what else could that possibly mean? A right. uh, company of sellswords that was founded by Blackfires. Some contracts you write in blood, some you write in ink. Yeah. Obviously, the idea is this. Why did they b- break their contract? Because it was so important. Because it was yes. a blood thing. They were never meant to be making money for the rest of their days. They were meant to probably go take go Westeros back to time. Westeros exactly, and now the time has come for that and to happen. We so know they broke their contract. by the end of Dance of Dragons that they do they invade. Um, yeah, the storms. Yeah, the Stormlands. So, so neat. This is it's one, one of those of chapters the... where it seems like nothing happens, but it actually on a second reread, like ah! very big. Yeah, and you know it's it's who who knows why, but it's 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 this weird thing where it's like why are they talking about these old ass stories so much? Well, a lot of times it's because they want you to think about them. They want you to think about what's going to happen. Like they, 
I mean, George R. R. Martin wants you to. Yeah, we say they sometimes. We yeah. mean George R. R. Yeah. So what's up with Azura Hai? Oh, this one. Okay, so when I was reading this, <laughs> we did. I, I apologize, Look Dougie. Oh, she's like, why'd you do this? Um, so I was talking earlier, like, why is why did Maester Eamon leave this book for John called yeah. Jade Compendium? And even when like, she was writing the show notes, she's like, like, what's the deal with this? Like, I don't remember. And I and I got distracted and I never looked up what was up with it. And then I went on Western on the Wiki of Ice and Fire, and later this happens later, so I guess we'll talk about it. But spoilers. It, it's a spo- so it's fine. I mean, like, we'll talk about it again in like in the real episode. Mm-hmm. But um the part that Maester Eamon points out there's a story about Azora High. I'll just like read the little paragraph. The pages told of Azora High. Lightbringer was his sword. Tempered with his wife's blood, if Votar can be believed. Thereafter, Lightbringer was never cold to the touch, but warm as Nissa Nissa had been warm. In battle, the blade burned fiery hot. Once Azora High fought a monster. When he thrust the sword through the belly of the beast, his blood began to boil. Smoke and steam poured from its mouth. His eyes melted and dribbled down its cheeks and his body burst into flames. So basically... Eamon's like, I think you should read this hey. book about Azor High, John. <coughs> Weird. And do you two know why that's important? Because John's Azor Because John is Azor <laughs> Yes. 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 So John has so many things that he's Azor High that it's insane that Eamon would give him this book. I can't believe and, and I've never seen this. And this is what Eamon says. He says, I've told Clytus to mark it for you. Knowledge is a weapon, John. Arm yourself well, well before you ride forth to battle. <sighs> I don't know what that means. Why does Eamon know? Like, is Eamon going crazy? Is Eamon psychic? When Eamon dies, he sort of is sort of going kooky a little bit. And that doesn't really imply that he can see the future. But it implies that he gets some insight. There's no evidence to suggest that... I thought your curse was a mouth, was a uh, fly. Was <laughs> uh, there's no evidence to suggest that Eamon can tell the future. But it's fucked up that he shows him this passage when john gets murdered by marsh and co in the future in the eyes of marsh um which i saw i stole that from the internet and he, the way that john dies people are reaching for him being azora high because mel sonner sees him in her fires azora high is related to relore and the way he died had all these stupid strange things uh, tears coming off. Oh, there's a whole mist, stars. Exactly, giant, there's a whole theory about whole that. Thing. The salt and yeah, yeah. So then, sometimes I believe that George R. R. Martin puts little bits of foreshadowing in his story, not from a logical sense, like oh, this person said this is going to happen, therefore it's going to happen. He hides Easter eggs, so this could definitely be an Easter egg. Um. There's also a Blackfire Easter egg in an upcoming brand chapter that's awesome. It's the prime example of George R. R. Martin hiding a, a potential Easter egg for no real apparent reason. And it doesn't really necessarily strengthen a theory. But this one, since Eamon does sort of go kooky towards the end of his life with whatever, I don't know what, seeing the future, seeing all times. You know, whatever. who's to say what this means? We don't know. But when Jennifer and I were reading it, after she go with it, it was like holy shit, that's crazy. I can't believe he would. Boop. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. I never, I didn't know that before. So mm. that that's a big deal. That's interesting. Or it's not. Who, who knows? I mean, maybe it's not. It seems to me to strengthen the concept well, of, of John being. Well, so there's the three biggest theories are John is a Targaryen, um, Aegon is a Blackfire, and John's alive. And when I say theories, 
is no one believes that those things are not true. Uh, no one believes that John is a star. These are theories in the scientific sense, like a theory yeah. of gravity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no one believes that he is dead. Do you think uh, George R. R. Martin is mad that nobody thinks John is dead? <laughs> they know. say that he doesn't look at stuff as much, but they also have recently said that one of the major plot twists is is known. Most people sort of think it's this one, but so yeah, that's 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 all that insanity, but it's super cool. Um, I think this is completely unrelated to anything. Yay! But um. Did you, if you guys ever read up on the uh, on the Norse myth- mythology theory? Oh no, I've heard of that one, but I haven't read it. I've skimmed it on our boards. It's 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 very interesting, um, and mostly that like you can, if you're a crazy internet person, you can basically say like who every single god is hmm. and how they you know are completely line up with all the characters in game of thrones and how the story is very is like exactly the same and and uh and basic the the twist being that instead of instead of um it being um you know like oh the the ice and fire are going to fight each other and you know it's it, it's actually humans have to fight both the ice and the fire Mm. And uh, well, people have purported that John and Danny will be bad along with Bran, right? You know? So basically, it's I'd, like I, I think that'd be super interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. John about might that. be crazy when he comes back to life. Right. I I would read the hell out of that. Right. So basically, it would be like the humans versus all the supernatural stuff happening. Um, and I guess I guess like it, it's like literally called the Norse stuff is literally called like the Song of Ice and Fire or something. <laughs> that's awesome so what you're saying is mm. uh it's stannis versus danny and co yes that's awesome. something I'm, like that i'm in it i'm in it um part of me like stuff. perversely wants like stannis to like win the day and then even though i don't even like him that much i just i don't know i i kind of like when things are not happy ending and tied up all neatly like yeah and stannis is the best for that i mean if john or danny are on the throne or both i think it's that's kind of lame. I don't know. I won't be mad about it. I just think it'd be interesting. Yeah. If they it, weren't. It should be Stannis or Theon. 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 Greyjoy. <laughs> okay. On that note. Oh, boy. Um, we should probably wrap this up. Uh, guys, what's that smell? This milk is rotten.